This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss the phrase, you're killing the job and making us look bad. To me, this is a very important topic because what happens is I've heard this so many times throughout my work career, ever since I first got into the, the, the job market. You're killing the job and making us look bad. Let's go ahead and break this down a little bit. You're killing the job. That phrase basically, and this is my interpretation of that whole entire phrase. It's a view, an attitude, perspective of someone or a group of people that someone is not working at the same pace or the same level as other employees, usually less productive employees. And that, you know, uh, it all goes back to attitude, your perspective, your integrity when it comes to, to your jobs. You're killing the job. One example of this is when I first got the job at the post office. I was a letter carrier. And when, when I took that oath, you know, uh, as a letter carrier, and I thought to myself, rain, snow, sleet, hail, and all that, I thought to myself, wow, you know, this, this is so cool. You know, I'm going to be part of the Postal Service, and I'm going to do the best job that I, I can possibly do because, to me, it was a very, very important job. And if you think about what the Postal Service does, they deliver to just about every single home in the country. They deliver letters, packages, and whatever the case may be. But the thing about it is it's all about service. It's all about people. It's all about, you know, um, delivering the mail to, to folks that are, in some cases are shut in. Some, in so many cases, right, you know, I can remember taking mail to someone who probably hasn't stepped out of their house in who knows, maybe six months, eight months, especially people that are shut in. So to me, for them to get a letter from their grandkids or whatever the case may be, it meant so much. You know, I had so much pride in my job. I was so proud of the work that the Postal Service does every single day. To me, you know, it was important. And if you're in a job that to you is important, that you really feel strongly about, you're going to do a good job. You're going to do a great job. But the problem is, is that some folks are going to see that and they're going to try to bring you down. They're going to try to knock down that, that attitude, that perspective that you have. They're going to try to embarrass you, maybe humiliate you, maybe try to shame you into not working as productive as you want to. I remember many times when I was with the Postal Service, the first thing that I would do is go in early in the morning and I'm throwing my, my mail, I'm sorting my mail, I'm getting everything all done. I'm, I'm trying to be the first one out you know, of the post office to go out and deliver mail to folks. In so many cases, right, customers will say, wow, it's 8 o'clock in the morning and you guys are already delivering mail? Or 8.30 and I'm, de I'm delivering mail. And to me, I, I, just, I just wanted to have you know, the, the mail er, you know, early and get it out as early as I could. But the thing about it is, is that the other carriers in the station, they had this whole entire attitude is, 
they're going to go ahead and slow down. They're going to go ahead and slow down. Have you ever noticed a postman out delivering mail after 3 o'clock? In some cases, sometimes after 5 o'clock in the evening, you're like, wow, must have been a lot of mail that day. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. Because what happens is, right, they have this perspective, this view, that if they can prolong the job, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, they may get, they may get some overtime at the end or, you know, whatever the case may be. They, they, they feel more, you know, in control if they're in control of the pace. Like for me, I really wanted to go out and deliver the mail as fast as I could, get that mail into those folks' hands early in the morning and all that. But some folks really don't care. And you see it all the time. And for myself, I, I, I remember, you know, I'm throwing my mail. I'm trying to get it done as fast as I can. I'm trying to get out in the street. I'm trying to deliver it to the customers and everything. And sometimes because of that, the supervisor will tell me, Hey, Israel, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and do two hours of uh, work on this other guy's um, route because um, he's kind of slow today. Kind of slow today. If he had actually done his work the way he was supposed to, you know, I wouldn't have to go ahead and and, uh, help somebody else out and stuff, you know? I remember times when the union steward would actually tell me and pull me off to the side, maybe talk to me on the dock of the post office and say, hey, Israel, you know, you're killing the job here, okay? You need to slow down. And I'm like, why do I need to slow down and stuff, right? And then so he would come up with this other terminology, and that is this other phrase, this other attitude, this other perspective. You're making us look bad. You're making us look bad. You know, and it's come through my experience that there's only one person that can make you look bad, and that's you. Nobody else controls how you look. So if this guy decided that he's going to go ahead and maybe drag his feet and do and just go through the motions and stuff like that, right, and, and be a slug, and, and I'm sorry to say it, but, you know, that's basically, to me, what it is. You know, just trying to take advantage of the system. You know, just trying to prolong everything, just going through the motions and stuff like that. The only person that's going to make you look bad is you. It's not me doing the job. One of the things about it, too, right, is that, and it's not really sometimes outperforming the next employee or the other employees that don't want to do their job. It's actually meeting the job to the standards that I was hired for. So when I got hired and, and they told us that, this is the standard. This is what we're supposed to do. I'm like, cool, no problem. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. And maybe even outperform it a little bit. Cool, no problem. But to me, it was because of the fact that they took a chance. They gave me a job. And I'm going to do the best I can for these folks. If they had enough faith in me to give me a job... I'm not going to, you know, you know, drag my feet. I'm not going to do anything, you know, to, you know, lose their confidence and faith in me. So I'm going to go ahead and actually do the job the way it's supposed to be done. But a lot of people out there, they don't have that perspective. 
a lot of people out there, they kind of like, you know, they kind of want to milk it. You know, they just want to try to go as slow as they can. They think that if they milk it, they, they'll get more hours later on. Or maybe they're going to get some help, you know, to do their job. Have you ever heard of, you know, contractors that promise a customer, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and, uh, t- you know, you know, build your deck. It's going to take about three days to do it. And three weeks later, right, they're still working on it. And you're like, you know what? Um, what's happening and stuff, right? And this person's probably just putting in a couple logs or whatever, building your deck, you know, uh, as slow as possible, thinking that they're going to make more money off of you and stuff like that, you know? And it happens. It happens all the time. It happens, you know, in, in any field, in any field. You see, in some situations, right, like, say, like, for example, car dealerships. And you see this all the time. You see these folks out there, right, these car dealers when you pull up to a, to a lot and stuff, right? And you see them all, you know, together, like about four or five of them, you know, just yak, 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 yak. They have a quota to meet and all that stuff, right? And, and they probably, they, they really don't care. But let's say you see this eager beaver salesman come out there. Oh, yes. And he's going to go ahead and help you. He's going to show you some cars. He's going to do this and this and that. And the other salesmen think that, hey, this guy's killing the job. Yeah, he's killing killing the job because instead of getting maybe 10 cars sold a month, <laughs> hell, heck, he got like about 15 cars sold, maybe 20 cars sold, or whatever the case may be. And it wasn't that he's actually doing more than the others, only the fact that he's actually meeting the standard. He's doing what's required of him. While the other folks are just, you know, chit-chatting and maybe just having a cigarette, maybe taking a cigarette break or maybe a long break or whatever the case may be and stuff like that, you know. I think what happens is, right, when it comes to job security, and that's always, that's another phrase, job security. You know, slow down, slow down. It's job security. Job security does not come from prolonging a job. Job security does not come by dragging your feet. And this is my perspective. Job security comes from adding value to your work. When a customer, either internal or external, feels that you are satisfying their needs so that they can get their job accomplished or whatever the case may be, then they'll always come back. Do you think a customer is going to come to you because, hey, you know what? I asked Joe to go ahead and build me a deck. He said it was going to be three days. He did it in three weeks. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and have him build my fence. Heck no. Job security does not come by dragging your feet. Job security comes by adding value to your work. And it doesn't matter what your job is. When you add value to your work and somebody sees, hey, you know what? Those guys were fantastic. Those guys were totally awesome. You know what? Let's go ahead and hire them for this job or that job. Or let's go ahead and, you know, give them this assignment or that assignment because this person, you know, is dedicated to the job. This person is dedicated to customer service. This person will go ahead and do what's expected of them and even more, which is totally awesome. So, again, job security is actually created by adding value to what you do. One of the things that, you know... You know, I'm t- taking a look at is that is that when you, when you get a job, like I said, you know, they they actually gave you a job. They actually have faith in you to actually carry out that job, and and I think what happens to is that like for myself, I, I was in the Air Force for 28 years, and and one of the things that I really lived by 
is the core values of the Air Force. The core values. Integrity, service, and excellence in all that we do. Integrity. That means to do what you say you're going to do. Integrity. If they gave you a job to do this, this, and this, do it. You signed up for the job. You said you're going to do it. Do it. That's called integrity. Service. To serve others. When you're in a customer service business, you serve others. And you have to you have to perform. You have to give them what they expect and maybe even go a little bit further. Service. There's, there's no greater thing to do than to serve others. Like I said, I did 28 years in the Air Force, and I served this country, and I, and I continue to serve this country. I continue to serve the troops um, at, at our base, the civilian employees. I continue to serve. I think all my life I, I've performed service in one way or another. So, you know, I, and, I really, and I really enjoy that. Excellence in all that we do. You know, it's not so much as doing a job, but doing the best you can. Doing, you know, going above and beyond. That's excellence. When somebody says, wow, you know, we just asked him to go ahead and do this, and he also did this and this for us, we were just totally blown away by what this person did. So one of the things that I'm trying to say is be the best that you can be at whatever job you have. At whatever job you have, be the best that you can be. Never allow someone to bring you down and actually try to force you to give less than your best effort. Because ultimately, you have to live with yourself. And, and I'll be honest with you, I, I couldn't sleep at night thinking that, hey, you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you, I did a real <laughs> half-butt job on that, on, on that job over there. You know, I really cut so many corners on that, you know, job. How could you even sleep with yourself when you gave less than your best effort? Because you gave in to someone saying that you're killing the job. Because you let somebody control you, that you did not give your best effort. I couldn't sleep with myself. And, you know, and there are times, right, that I'm like, man, you know what? I probably could have done a little bit more. Although I did the job, I did it well. You know, I th thought to myself sometimes, right, you know what? Next time I'm going to go over there, I'm going to go take a look at, also at, this other, at this other thing that they probably may need, even though they didn't ask. Because I couldn't sleep with myself knowing that I did less than the best that I could at a job. Some folks, some folks let me tell you, some folks, they don't mind. They don't mind dragging their butt and just, just going through the motions and stuff. But that's not me. And I hope that's not you. Because if you're listening to this podcast, this is all about leadership. Leadership in motion. Leadership in motion. Talking about taking the lead. You know, making a difference. You know, get, getting, getting things done. That's, that's the motion part. Getting things done. So what I'm saying is that you're not killing the job when you outperform everyone else. You're definitely not. You may be saving the job. Let me tell you, you may be saving the job. 
because when 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 it comes down, bottom line is, did this company, business, organization actually do what was expected of them? What they and the customer actually expects of them? And you actually did more and, and went beyond? You're saving the job. Your performance, outperforming all these other folks that say that you're killing the job, your performance is probably ultimately going to be the reason why this job is going to stay in business. And you know what? And the thing about it too, right? You know, and, and I think sometimes, like for me, it might be like a little bit of a selfish thing or something like that. I feel good when I do a good job. I feel great about myself when I do, when I do a good job. <laughs> the other day, I was at a job and I had to go up th- three flights of stairs to do this job. And every so often, and because I wasn't in my vehicle where I, where I had my tools, I had to go back up and down three flights of stairs about eight times. But at the end of it all, and the job came together, I, w- I was like, I am totally exhausted. <laughs> I am just totally beat. But the customer got what they wanted and some. The customer was very happy. And uh, me and this other employee that I work with says, that's what, that's what it's all about, making the employees, making the customer happy. Yep. To me, that's all it's, it's about. It's making the customers happy. Whether it's internal or external, making the customers happy. Anybody who came to you for service and you did the best you could, that, that's the most wonderful thing you can do. So never, ever let somebody else bring, your da- bring you down, bring down your attitude. Do the job that's expected of you. Go beyond. Never let somebody else's attitude, behavior, govern your best effort. I'd like to thank you very much for uh, listening to my podcast. And if you want to drop us a line, our email is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. I'd like to um, invite you to take a look at our Patreon page. Our Patreon page is out there to um, build an outreach program in our community. It's something that I really want to do is give back to the community and actually help uh, the youth in our, our community become better leaders. And I think uh, we, can't, we can't do anything better than lead by example. And that's what Leadership in Motion is about, is um, getting some mentors for folks in our community. I'd like to thank you very much, and uh, I'm asking you to go ahead and subscribe. Maybe uh, write a review. Anything you can do to, to help our podcast. Thank you, and as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.